Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Happy to have you with us for this Tuesday, Wednesday. We're already at Wednesday edition of the Sports Mix. Just trying to do a couple things there. Now we're fully back to where we should be. And uh, we got a guest to start off the show. And uh, we'll play it. We'll have him on right after this. Good rebound underneath. Cheek with the long range three. And it's nothing but net. And it's 31 17. Spring Mills on top. We're now joined by Coach Luke Samples, the head coach of the boys' basketball team at Spring Mills. How are you doing today, Coach Samples? Doing very well, thank you. I hope you guys are well. We're doing well. You guys got a victory last night at home. Uh, what Definitely not the not necessarily the way you wanted it to happen, but you have a very young team on your hands this year. Yeah, man, we're not picky. Uh, as far as I know, first time Spring Mills has ever started 2-0 in boys' basketball. Um, and again, you know, we're, we're just trying to get it done, man. Try to get it done any way we can. And these are, these are early games. I mean, we were up 14 in the third quarter, uh, both games, both games we played. And, uh, the other team, you know, showed us something that we did not see in the scout. Um, and our team's really good with following the scouting report. And, uh, with a young team, you know, we have to learn to adjust quicker. And again, we, we did, but it took us about three timeouts and a quarter break later. And then we kind of figured out what they were doing. Um, but, yeah, man, any, any way we can get it done. And to be in those close games early, um, that's why we schedule Millbrook teams like Millbrook, teams like Fort Hill, and we're going to Wheeling and playing Lindsley Academy and Wheeling Central. We schedule those games early so we can be tested early and we can figure things out early and, and not have to wait till sectionals to, you know, learn, learn what we're good at and what we're not very good at. Pitch, you mentioned having some big leads early on these games and then uh, those games getting close. And with a young team, that's kind of expected. And – you know, to have those leads, though, shows that you guys have a lot of talent and have the ability uh, as the season goes on, hopefully, to put some teams away. Absolutely, man. Like I said, like, we're, we're really, really good. And with a young team, it's, it's, it's not – it's I like this usually. It's not, it's not common to be so good at following the scouting report. And they are. They're unbelievable. They're unbelievable with following the scout. And when we, when we, when we scouted Fort Hill, they, they just didn't show that one through one. And, uh, you know, we tried to make adjustments in the game – and what we have to get better at, and again, if they would have played man-to-man defense the whole entire time, we, we would have probably won by 40. But they did adjust. Credit to Coach Burner. Um, but again, we have we have to learn. That, and same with Millbrook. Millbrook threw a press at us, and Fort Hill did last night. And we broke it rather easily because we were ready for it. But again, uh, Millbrook did the same thing. They threw a little zone against us. And I don't even think it was really the fact that it was a zone defense. It's just the fact that those kids didn't see it in walkthrough. Those kids didn't see it in our in our scout the day before. And being a young team, they had to adjust on the fly. And, you know, it took them a little while, both games, to adjust on the fly. And once we did, I mean, you know, you saw Caleb Thomas getting, you know, wide open shots in the middle. And, uh, again, they, they adjusted. And it just took a little while, you know, with three freshmen and two juniors on the floor. You know, it, it, does, it did take them a little while. But we have to get better adjusting in the game, coaches and players. And, uh, and then I think we'll, we'll, close out teams, we'll close out teams in March. And that's what matters. Talk to us a little bit about uh, Keyshawn Cheek. He had a fantastic first half last night with uh, 
19 points, and he's only a freshman. What has he uh, brought to your program that you like seeing and uh, how you can help him grow these next couple years? Oh, he's, a, he's incredible. He's an incredible human being first, and uh, he's an incredible player. Um, Keyshawn's our, our floor leader. Um, he's been with us in sixth grade. Uh, he's been working out with us in sixth grade. He's a weight room warrior. Uh, you know, those those bulgy muscles are for a reason. I mean, he's been he's been working out with with us in sixth grade. Um, and uh, yeah, he's re- he's really really he's really really good when it comes down to like reading man to man defenses and breaking presses and even zone defenses. Um, what, what 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 we're gonna do is just you know again keep pounding the weight room and, and you know make a free throws, man. He, it's all mental right now, and he he's a, he has a he has a he has a nice shot. It's hard to see that right now um, because he's in his own head about that. But uh, yeah, we we just want to work with him to grow as a person, grow as a player, and again with with with, with the zone stuff. And again, like, again uh, the only team that really played zone against us last year and the year before was Washington High School. So I mean, and it's good because now like teams feel like they have to play zone because they just can't guard us man to man. And Keyshawn's Keyshawn's part of that. I mean, it's hard to guard that kid one on one. It's hard to guard that that kid with uh with, with, even even with a really good man to man defense. So you have to do different things to try to guard him. And now, you know, our job is to, you know, become as good against zone defense as, as we are against man defense. And that's just part of growing. And with a freshman, but he's 14 years old, man. He doesn't turn, he doesn't even turn 15 until January. So, like, he's learning. And uh, as, as good as he is, this is – I mean, he's had two mediocre games. And, I mean, he's filling up the stat sheet. And, then, you know, and that's no knock on him. Like, this is this, – like, we, we, have, we have seen nothing um, – Nothing compared to what we're going to see in the future with Keyshawn Cheek. I mean, the kid, the kid is, the kid gets better every day. He comes to practice and works. And uh, yeah, man, it's just, it's just a little things, little tweaks. And uh, again, he goes against the Division One point guard uh, Friday night in Lindsley Academy, and I think he's going to handle himself pretty well. It's a good, it's a good platform. Just keep putting him on the platforms to be successful, and uh, you know, hopefully, he'll get to the next level. We talk about Cheek being the leader for you right now, but overall, your team, you don't have any seniors. How is that? It's definitely weird to not have any seniors, but is it nice knowing that you can keep this team for at least two years? Oh, yeah, man. Well, I mean, number 15, Max Anderson, he's a freshman. He's our speaking captain. Uh, he scored, he, he shot the ball twice. He played 32 minutes and shot the ball twice. Uh, he had three rebounds, uh, three assists, and three steals, and he, he never left the floor. Uh, and then that's like, you know, we talk about Keyshawn. He's the flashy guy. I mean, he's really, really good. Um, but Max Anderson does everything, everything else that 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 a, that a senior would do. And, he, and he's 15. He's a freshman. Um, yeah, Caleb Thomas, a freshman, and I mean, he 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 made every play in the fourth quarter to win the game for us. I mean, so I mean, again, everyone's going to notice Keyshawn because he, he he is. He's the flashy guy we have. He's the he's the you know shiny brand new toy that you know everyone like wants and but but then we have those then we have those old reliables when i say old reliable it's kind of crazy because i'm talking about two freshmen um we have those we have those other two freshmen that one's one's our speaking captain the other one closed the game out in the fourth quarter and then you know we have our juniors i mean we had a six-man step up caleb robinson he did, he played one minute in uh the millbrook game and he had six points in eight minutes um two rebounds uh two steals uh jalen franklin 9.7 rebounds austin davis I mean, he's our shooter, but they denied him the whole game. But because they denied him, um, we got wide open layups because that, that took away a help side defender. And I told him, like, you're a threat, man. You don't, have to, you don't ever have to score to be a threat. He took a kid entirely out of the game because they had to deny him. They denied him from the jump. And, again, that's a credit to Fort Hill Scout. But, again, um, yeah, man, it's, 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 it's a joy, and that's what we did in the spring. Like I, I mentioned in the pregame uh, yesterday, we hit the reset button, man. We knew what we had coming, and uh, – 
we, we hit the reset button and we, we knew that like in spring mills, you know, not, we've only been there for nine years. I've, you know, this is my third year and one was a COVID season. So it's really, you can't even count that. But uh, yeah, we hit the reset button and uh, we, we knew what we were getting into. Um, and it, we're way ahead of where we thought we were going to be right now. Um, and it's a credit to the kids. It, they, they don't play like, they don't play like underclassmen, even our juniors, like Jalen Franklin didn't, he got cut from his eighth grade team. And he's now starting as a junior scoring nine. He's averaging nine points in a six point five rebounds a game in quad A varsity basketball. So I mean, it's a testament to their work ethic. It's a testament to what they do in the off season, and it's a testament of their selflessness. Um, they don't care. They don't care who scores. They don't care. You know who, who's getting all the publicity. They, they just want to get that win. And then at the end of the day, it's a coach's dream to coach coach a group of kids that, that they don't care. All they care is Spring Mills' names in the paper, not theirs. Coach, you mentioned uh, Fort Hill going to that one-three-one zone and causing you guys some issues. But once you got Caleb Thomas going in the middle, that really opened up some things. And, and he had a great game overall on both sides of the floor. He 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 rests on offense, and that's what we say all the time. And I do, I truly do feel he's a, he. And again, it's it's a bold statement to make, but you know, you know, my my uh, character is kind of bold. You know, I think Caleb Thomas is is one of the best on-ball defenders in the state of West Virginia. Um, he's unbelievable. I mean, he's long, he's athletic, he's sneaky. And again, he rests on offense. So like he takes his breaks on offense so he can play so well on defense. And he just literally take, I mean, Millbrook's best player had three points against us because Caleb Thomas was on him. Uh, last night he played, he guarded a division one football player and that kid, that kid had a, he had a rough night. Um, and because of that, I mean, Caleb Thomas allows the other kids, like their best two shooters shot six total shots. So, I mean, Caleb Thomas is our catalyst on on both ends. I mean, our offense our offense does run through him. I mean, if you don't he, he doesn't have the ball in his hands as much as Keyshawn does, but our offense runs through Caleb and our defense runs through Caleb. And uh, again, at the end of the at the end of the game, there um, we knew we knew what we had to do. It was just you know the the, the kids just had a it just took them a couple seconds to uh, actually adjust in the game flow. Just get the ball to Caleb in the middle; he's wide open, and just turn it, and, and turn it and knock down shots. And that's what he did. And again, for a freshman to make those plays in the fourth quarter, um, you just don't see that very often. And uh, and he did; he made every single play. And uh, again, with with a freshman being six four, you know, some you could probably give him six five if you wanted to. Um, size fifteen shoes; he's only going to grow. He's only going to get better. Put on he put on twenty pounds this off season. So um, in the weight room. So I mean. He's a kid that works hard, and uh, it was really, really great to see uh, see him kind of get his uh, shiny moment in his second career game on varsity. Quick uh, follow-up question before the uh, final question for you, Coach. Do you know off the uh, top of your head how many blocks he had last night? Yeah, he had four blocks, um, and I think I think, that my, I think my statistician might have, you know, made a mistake. I thought he, it looked like he had like 14. but um, It did feel yeah, like man, that. He, yeah, it was crazy, but uh, he – He's, he he knows angles, man, and he and he knows angles. He he knows timing, and uh, and that, that's what that's what he's so great at. He he can catch angles, and his timing is impeccable. And, uh, and he, again, he had he had eight rebounds, and that's and a lot of that was timing as well. Um, he's just he's just a high IQ, high level kid. And then, uh, what are your goals for this team this year? Man, like like I, like I told you last night, well, we're trying to get better every day. Um, and it, there, a lot of them are short-term goals. Like our, our, our goal, our goal Friday is to play the best we can. We're either winning or we're learning. We're never losing, and uh, that's what we're going to do every day. We learned last night, and, and that's good. We won and we learned, so that we, like, we kind of got both. 
and it's always better to learn when winning. Um, but uh, we, we learned what we have to work on, and our, our goal is to go to Wheeling and put on a show. I mean, give, give Lindsley Academy the best spring mode basketball team that they can, they can play, and uh, that, that's what we're, we're going to do. We're going to get in the gym here in about a half an hour, um, and uh, we're going to work hard, and uh, then coach, my assistant coach and I, we're going to Wheeling to scout Wheeling Central. So um, it's it's uh, we enjoy the win and we move on to the next game and again short term goals man try try to get better every day. All right, coach, thanks for coming on with us. Best of luck this weekend in Wheeling and uh, we'll we'll hope to talk to you soon. Yeah, and I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. That was head coach of the Spring Mills Cardinals boys basketball team, Luke Samples. They are now 2-0 on the season. And another team that's playing extremely well right now is the Hedgesville Eagles. They're 4-0 on the season. We'll hope to get head coach Kelly Church on at some point uh, very, very soon. Looking, looking forward to hearing from him. Uh, no, Martinsburg's getting ready as well. Hear from Dave Rogers. Yeah, we'll hear from too, him so. Friday on the show as we'll be down there at the Seahawk Classic at Hilton Head Island High School next week. Uh, Spring Mills girls will also be there as well. Uh, but that does it for this first segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. We come back, we'll talk Shepherd Hoops. Uh, both teams were in action last night. Unfortunately, both teams did not get victories, but we'll talk about that. And uh, women's basketball in the national spotlight now. That's next on the Sports Mix. Ain't got bars nor the charge to call. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back and forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. The WVU Medicine Children's Neonatal Intensive Care Unit at Berkeley Medical Center recently received a Level 3 designation from the West Virginia Healthcare Authority. This award is based on quality assurance measures, including specialty trained staff, equipment, specialty services, and facility layout and location. Whether patients deliver at Berkeley Medical Center or Jefferson Medical Center, specialized care for babies born with low birth weight, prematurity, and those recovering from serious conditions is available close to home. WVU Medicine, leading healthcare here and everywhere. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. 
You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Where's a guy in a Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix right here on Talk Radio WRNR and on TV 10, like streaming live on the TV 10 Facebook. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us as we uh, are halfway through the week now. For some reason, I woke up today and it felt like a Thursday. I don't know why, uh, but it really did and I was really confused. But... Anyway, it is Wednesday, December 15th, and uh, we'll talk a little Shepherd basketball. Shepherd women's basketball stays undefeated now, 9-0 and on the season after beating Pitt-Johnstown, well, cruising to a victory over Pitt-Johnstown, 71-51, to and uh, some honors in that game as uh, graduate student guard Marley McLaughlin scored a game-high 22 points. Uh, she also eclipsed 1,000 points in her Rams career. She now has 1,020 points on the season. She hit 6 of 13 shots from the floor. She was 1 of 5 from beyond the arc, 9 of 10 from the charity stripe. She grabbed 6 rebounds. Graduate student forward Sydney Clayton had 18 points, 6 boards, while junior guard Abby Beeman contributed 15 points, 9 assists, 8 rebounds, and 3 steals. Almost a double-double. Um, Shepard... Returns to action on Saturday when they travel to IUP. That's a part of a doubleheader 1 p.m. contest, 3 p.m. for the men's team. The men's team, though, unfortunately, they fall to 5-4 and four on the season and 1-2 and two in the conference um, after they dropped it by 1.6564. Uh, so they fall now to 1-2 and two in conference or in PSAC play. Uh, they were really uh, just couldn't finish it at the end of the game i was kind of had it tuned in a little bit here uh just couldn't finish uh leading the way was jordan gibson uh he scored a game high 18 points 7 of 13 from the field 4 of 9 from beyond the arc uh daniel mclean corley had 16 points kyle daggett had 14 points a game high 10 rebounds and the muscleman grad cam stevens senior guard he had a team high six assists uh, just they couldn't get it done at the end of the game, unfortunately, and they fall to five and four on the year and one and two in conference play. Uh, but the women's team, they're getting national attention now as they climb to twentieth on the D two S I D A national poll after being ranked third in the region poll. Uh, Indiana, Pennsylvania, sitting at sixth in the poll, and. Uh, Glenville State sitting at 12th in the poll. Those are the two teams above them in the Atlantic region poll. But Shepherd women's basketball continues to roll. Yeah, and it's going to be a tough one, as you said, since IUP is coming up next. But this last game, congratulations to Marley McLaughlin on getting the uh, not related to you. point. No relation, but hoping to uh, see maybe Abby Beeman and uh, Sydney Clayton hasn't got it yet. I believe she might have, but if not, I think those two might get the 1,000 uh, point eclipse here soon too yeah and Shepard just keeps winning so they're playing well uh good to see that and boy or men's team struggling a little bit 
but uh, have had some tough games, have been very competitive, just haven't been able to get those wins. Yeah, they'll have back-to-back games Saturday and Sunday, a 1 and 3 p.m. doubleheader Saturday, as I mentioned, at IUP, and then Sunday at Seton Hill. And then the women's team will be off until the, thir- the 30th when they travel to Liberty in Lynchburg, Virginia, for an exhibition contest. And then the men's team is off until the start of the new 2022 year when they start that uh, portion of their schedule January 5th at Millersville. Uh, that's a 7.30 contest. Girls or women will have the 5.30 p.m. contest. But Shepherd Women's Basketball continues to roll and uh, looking to do some big things this year, not only in the PSAC, but in the nation. I don't understand how you can have conference games back-to-back days. Those are the most important ones on your schedule, and you're going to make them play back-to-back days. I'd understand if it was a tournament or something, but when they're having to travel to the different schools to do that is ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. That's I, I do find that kind of interesting. Any input? A, I don't have an opinion, really. No opinion on that? Uh, National Signing Day is today at 2.45 p.m. We'll be down at Martinsburg High School in the Dog Pound as... Braxton Todd signs his national letter of intent to play at Bowling Green University. That's in Ohio. Uh, still a lot of Bulldogs. Every other Bulldog remains unsigned. I don't believe anybody committed today. Uh, definitely need. Definitely don't understand why the recruitment's not, not getting, why there's no recruiters really getting to the Martinsburg High School games. I don't understand there. You know, they've won so many state championships. Where Where are the recruiters at? We've never understood it around here, Spencer. I, I know you're new to it since this is your first time in this area, but it, it's been like I don't this. get it. it. Nobody gets it. Well, I mean, I'm sure they'll get offered. You got it's... the best receiver in the state, and he's not getting looked at Division One wise I mean, not even heard. any, like, preferred walk-on, no nothing. Like, I, don't, I just don't well, understand. We heard that last year with, uh, Blake Hartman from Mosselman. He could have got a uh, preferred walk-on for West Virginia or Marshall, I believe. But he uh, chose to stay where he went. Because it's tough for a Division One program to be a preferred walk-on, especially when you get a scholarship from somewhere else. Are you really going to take that chance? Yeah, but I just it's just so much disrespect coming. I mean, yes. you have a team that's won so many state championships, dynasty in West Virginia high school football, and you can't even get the two state universities to offer any, the two Division One universities in the state to offer anything to anybody. Maybe that's why their football teams are bad. <laughs> that's Colin's opinion? That's your opinion? I mean, I'm just saying it's a maybe. It's a big maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, you got other states that probably do have better recruits, but why are your teams that, as you said, WVU and Marshall, not looking in your own state and getting your top guys? I mean, on a national scene, maybe those guys aren't considered top guys. I mean, they're very good for what they play in, in, in their state, but I mean, you got the Gatorade State Player of the Year should get something from somewhere Division One wise. I don't disagree, but I mean, there's still a long time in the recruiting process, and I think too when you look at how college coaches recruit, have a big reason to do if it. They don't necessarily care about your production on the field like those awards do. Uh, it's more so about size and speed, and then they'll look at your tape and stuff like that. So. While Hudson Clement is a very good high school player, and I'm not taking away anything he's done, 
it, it may have to do with some of the other intangibles that they're looking at in recruits and prospects. Yeah, definitely. And if you look at the uh, – if you go on to – the Mountaineer Sports website, WVUSports.com. I mean, we see, see the, the same thing in the NFL. Central. Yeah. Like a guy could have a very productive college career and then go undrafted. So it's all about other things that coaches are looking at or scouts are looking at. Yeah, definitely. But It's not you, necessarily a talent thing. If you go and look at, uh, if you go to WVUSports.com, you can find the 2022 signees for West Virginia for the Mountaineers. Believe how three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen, nineteen guys right now. Uh, only one guy from the Mountain State, and that's a guy that uh, some people would know uh, if they tuned into Martinsburg football at, at any point in the last in the playoffs in the very end of the season. Corbin Page out of Spring Valley High School, a six-five tight end, two four, weighing two forty-three, signed with the Mountaineers. And if you look at Marshall, uh, I don't think they have any in-state guys that have signed. Uh, during this period that's weird because usually marshall tends to get more in state players yeah i mean i don't but again as of right now yeah as of right now there's nobody in state uh the closest i guess technically would be uh akron ohio that's not that close moon township Oh, uh, Pennsylvania, that's not close. I don't know why I said that. Uh, and that's really all they have right now. I mean, they have Cole Pennington, Kyle Pennington, or Kyle Pennington, Chad Pennington's son uh, is ver- from Versailles, Kentucky. I think he just committed the uh, biggest sin of Marshall. Grad can commit. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't understand why there's no looks from any division or in in the state of west virginia for any west virginia high school i mean there's one guy out of you know 30 plus guys that have been signed to these two division one teams today that is from the mountain state it's definitely disappointing and we got well, to I mean, see what him. does that He's one talented. guy have though he's six four two forty. yeah but like that's what, what is, division one schools are looking like but murphy like, clement uh kept him in check what about uh and jacob that's a barrett. sophomore I jacob barrett i'm just telling you, just telling you. jacob barrett six three two twenty what was that guy that I just read off? Corbin Page, 6'5", 240-something. Okay, so he's two inches taller than him and got a little bit more weight on him. But other than and he that, he was more productive this season than Jacob I guess. was. I mean, Jacob Barrick's a good player, but like he's probably the fourth, fifth best player on Martinsburg. He did get an offer from Marshall. I'm guessing a preferred walk-on offer. That was June know. 22nd of 2021. Also, UAB Blazers offered him as well. June 23rd of 2021. That is per 24-7 sports. Uh, I'm guessing those are preferred walk-on offers, potentially. Uh, but going to have to ask if he's... And, and those might not even be accurate, because 24-7 sports isn't always on top of it. That is true. No, I knew he was getting looked at from Marshall. I didn't hear what exactly it was. I know the Marshall ones. I mean, out of all the guys on... Martinsburg's roster. Barrick definitely has the size to play. That's what, yeah, that's why I kind of pointed them out was. And he had a good season. I think he's probably a defensive player if he's going to play at the next level uh, at linebacker um, in terms of D1 if he was going to go D1. Yep, definitely. Uh, We have breaking news here coming out of Shepard. Bajant with more honors named to the 20 to the 2021 D2 CCA All-America team. 
He earns the Ron Lenz Offensive Player of the Year. Lez, Lenz? Lez, I'm not too sure how that's pronounced. Uh, but he earns the Offensive Player of the Year honors from D2CCA All-America team. So more honors for Tyson Bage, and hopefully one's handed out Friday night as well. Uh, but, you know, I uh, continue this conversation a little bit. I just I don't understand why, there, why there's no, nothing. It just seems like what what they've done is amazing. What Hudson Clement's done this year is amazing. Nearly thirty touchdowns uh, between the uh, between receiving and between rushing. I mean, like I don't understand where they are. Like I don't like where are the scouts at. It just doesn't make sense. That to, they have the they have the film. They have the state championship. They have everything there. I just don't know where the why they're they're not getting more visible than they have been as they're pretty visible in the state. I mean, Hudson Clement named the Gatorade State Player of the Year. I mean, it, like I said, it, it's similar to the NFL. We have a guy at Western Kentucky and Bailey Zappi who led the nation passing yards and touchdowns. Is anybody talking about him as the best quarterback in the NFL draft? No. No. Oh. But he has the production on the field, but he may not have the competition level or he may not have the size. He's only six one. So it's like, but Martinsburg does have the for. competition level. You and looked at to an extent play. out of state. They played some good teams, but who did they really play, they play in the state that was that good? Spring Valley, because yeah, the state's in the scared. Oh, well, nobody's good compared Huntington? to them in the state. Huntington, yeah, and they beat them sixty-five to like two or whatever it was. <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean, yeah, I'm not happen. saying that they don't challenge themselves. They definitely do out of state, but they only get like three or four games a year. So it's like. That's because you, you got to play compare. your conference ones, which is half your schedule. But, like, we're trying to compare Hudson Clement and all these Martinsburg players to players that are going to private schools that are built to play football. Well, even if it's not a big D1 like WVU or, like, Marshall, where it's the other smaller D1s? Why is James Madison? Five. Come yeah. On. Well, or, James Madison's like that. moving their conferences, I really don't know, or moving to the FBS level. James Madison's Division One. Yes. No, I had to say it, Nick and I, yesterday right, well, with my slip-up. we got to cut this segment uh, to pay some bills here. Segment sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store anymore. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living. It's family-owned and operated, located at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com for more. We come back, we'll uh, predict some more bowl games. That's next on the Sports Mix. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up. Hi, I'm Annette McDonald, and I'm the designer at Orsini's in Martinsburg, West Virginia. We welcome you into our store to show you a complete line of what we do here. We design your cabinetry, quartz countertops, granite countertops, hardware, anything for the full remodel of your kitchen and your home needs. We also do bathrooms and we have flooring available too. We make sure that your project with Orsini's is the best in the market. Welcome to Orsini's. Orsini's.com. Remember that last trip to the auto mechanic? I also think your solenoid gasket is bad. What? Yep, that'll be another $500. 
Forget that and go to DNN Auto Specialist at 230 Tavern Road, Martinsburg, where honesty is their best policy. Serving the Eastern Panhandle since 1974, DNN Auto is family owned and operated, specializing in exhaust alignments and tires. From general maintenance to major overhauls, they'll treat you right. Call DNN Auto Specialist at 304 267 4078. WV Medicine is now offering a new robotic-assisted platform for minimally invasive biopsy in the lung. The ION system by Intuitive allows pulmonologists to diagnose lung cancers earlier and less invasively than ever before. With the ION system, tissue samples can be obtained from hard-to-reach areas of the lung, resulting in earlier diagnosis of smaller nodules and better outcomes for patients. WVU Medicine, the future of surgery is here. Ollie's VIP Northside is the best local spot to catch all of your favorite high school, college, and pro sports or to hang out with friends. Ollie's has a great beer and cocktail menu along with a food menu that will blow you away. Ollie's offers multiple TVs to watch the game of your choice from anywhere at the bar or their outdoor patio with cornhole and fire pit. So stop by and see for yourself today at 36 Veronica Drive in Martinsburg. That's Ollie's VIP Northside. We'll see you for the game. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the sports mix on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10 on Comcast in Jefferson and Berkeley counties and streaming live on the TV 10 Facebook. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us. Uh, we'll continue our bowl game prediction from yesterday. Uh, we went until Christmas yesterday, until the Tax Act Camellia Bowl with Georgia State and Ball State. Uh, Colin and I, I believe, went Georgia State on that. Nick went Ball State on that. Is that correct? Yeah. All right. See, No reason behind it, by the way. All right, now let's... For most of these. Let's continue today. We'll go through everything but the college football playoffs, so we'll keep those semifinals and the championship for... Mute button, Spencer. I'm having a day. I am having a day. Uh, welcome back to the We're Sports Mix. Spencer, Pee, Nick Verzlini, Colin McLaughlin. Happy to have you with us. Uh, we'll continue our bowl game predictions here as uh, we started last... We ended yesterday's show with the Tax Act Camellia Bowl, Georgia State, Ball State. Colin and I chose Georgia State, and Nick chose Ball State. He said no reason behind that. Now we'll continue as we'll do the rest of the bowls, except for the college football playoffs, so the two semifinals and the national championship. We'll do that tomorrow on the show. Uh, but now we'll start Monday, December 27th, 11 a.m., with the Quick Lane Bowl Uh on ESPN from Ford Field, Western Michigan against Nevada. It's a home game for Western Michigan, essentially. Yeah, give me Nevada. Western Michigan has a is favored by four and a half, and the over under is fifty six. You say I was Nevada? going with Nevada as well. I'm going Western Michigan. Though fa- their fans will be there, hundred percent. Yeah. Do they have any fans in Western? Exactly. Michigan? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, then the next game, 2.30 p.m., December 27th, uh, the Military Bowl presented by Periton, uh, Boston College at East, or versus East Carolina. Uh, Boston College favored by three, over under 51 and a half. I've got, uh, I've got East Carolina. I've got Boston College. 
Now give, give me, me the a covering. Boston College. I'm with Colin. There you go with Colin. All right. Now we'll go to December 28th, 12 p.m. ESPN, number 20, Houston and Auburn in the uh, Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. Auburn favored by three points, 51 and a half, the over under. Uh, that bowl is going to be essentially a home game for Auburn because it's in Alabama. War Eagle. War Eagle? War Eagle, yeah. I'm going with Auburn. Only lost to Bama by two. And overtime, so so you think? Yeah, they got the, a good team. You think they're and you know facing number twenty is kind of a joke for them? You think they're going to just? I, I just rankings can't sometimes. Pick Holgerson's team rankings sometimes too. I mean, when well, I've got Auburn. And, uh, I did this yesterday. I picked Auburn, and I didn't yeah. remember. So, a group of five teams toward the end of the top twenty-five usually aren't that great, even when they're playing better than Auburn in terms of record. There you go. All right, next game, 3.15 ESPN the same day. The Serve Pro First Responder Bowl, Air Force versus Louisville. Louisville favored by one and a half. The over-under is 55 and a half. I've got, uh, I've got Louisville. I do as well. I'm agreement. <laughs> so we All probably right. just jinxed it like ESPN does. Yeah. 6.45 p.m., same day on ESPN. The AutoZone Liberty Bowl uh, from Memphis, Tennessee. Mississippi State, Texas Tech. Mississippi State favored by 8.5. The over-under is 59.5. Uh, I've got Mississippi State. I got Texas Tech. I'm going with Mississippi State as well. I have a pretty good quarterback, pretty good offense. Can be the Bulldogs. There you go. Uh, next game of the day, 8 p.m. on Fox Again, this is December 28th, Tuesday, December 28th, uh, 8 p.m. Fox, UCLA versus number 18, NC State, in the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl from Petco Park in San Diego, California. NC State favored by one. The over-under is 60. all these baseball stadiums getting bowl games now? They'll put it anywhere. They'll put yeah. it in Colin McLaughlin's backyard if you pay him enough. <laughs> they'll put it's it probably at, uh, true. They'll put it at... Uh, Walker Stadium, if, they, if you pay him enough. Probably true. <laughs> Who you guys got? Uh, NC State. There's a NC lot State. going on at UCLA right now with Chip Kelly potentially leaving. So Distractions. The uh, yep. and they're ranked. So this time I'll I'm going with NC team. State as well. All right, I've gone NC State as well, and uh, the most important bowl, a bowl that you can actually hear right here on bowl. Talk Radio. Yes. No, the most important bowl to Colin McLaughlin is what I meant to say. Uh, also, yeah. bowl you can hear right here on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740 is the Guaranteed Rate Bowl at 10.15 p.m. on the 28th at uh, – where is that? It's at uh, Chase Field, so another baseball stadium. That's why I mentioned In it. Phoenix, Arizona, 10-15 p.m. on ESPN. West Virginia versus Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota favored by three and a half. The over-under is 45. I've got Minnesota. Yeah, give me the Boo. gold gophers. West Virginia. I mean, imagine being at Chase Field, chilling out in that pool in center field, watching some football. <laughs> <laughs> Was that Mike? <laughs> I thought I heard somebody I outside agree with me. I don't know, but imagine doing that at that time of the year. It's Arizona. I know, but still, it's December 28th. Christmas Arizona. just happened. You're about to hit New Year's, and you're going to be in a pool at Chase Field. Yes. <laughs> watching the Mountaineers play. Yeah. Jim Justice, are you going there? <laughs> you you said Jim Justice might be going to, you want to see Jim Justice at Bourbon I Street. I do. I want to see Jim Justice at Bourbon Street for that Marshall one. 
All right, now we're going to go to Wednesday, December 29th. Oh, when the Saints go marching in. Imagine Big Jim just strutting down Bourbon <laughs> Street like that. It'd be perfect. Forget Santa Claus. Forget Mardi Gras. Can Dan Dan Big Jim be down Bourbon him? Street. <laughs> All right. Bring back President me. Gilbert for one last run. Yeah. Hey, I think technically he's still working through December, so. Baby dog with the kickoff tea retrieval. Uh, Wednesday, December 29th, 11 a.m., the Wasabi Fenway Bowl at Fenway Park in Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, SMU wasabi. versus UVA. UVA favored by two over under 71. Uh, I've got UVA. SMU. UVA. All right. And then another bowl at a baseball stadium, uh, 2.15 p.m. ESPN on the 29th. The New Era Pinstripe Bowl from Yankee Stadium in the Bronx, New York. Maryland versus Virginia Tech. Old ACC rivalry there. Maryland favored by one. The over-under is 55. I've got Virginia Tech. Give me Maryland, as Bill Raftery would say. <laughs> I hate having to pick both of these. Guess give me Maryland. They beat WVU. They beat WVU. WVU, WVU beat Virginia, Virginia Tech. Tech. Therefore, Therefore, Maryland's yeah. better than Virginia Tech. Colin Logic right there. <laughs> All right, there you go. Or Nick Logic. A uh, combination of staying those. Staying on the, <laughs> be wrong. Staying on the 29th, third bowl game of the day, 5.45 p.m. on ESPN. Uh, the Cheez-It Bowl, number 19, Clemson versus Iowa State from Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Florida. Iowa State, one-and-a-half favorites, uh, one-and-a-half point favorites. Uh, 45 and a half is the over under. I've got Clemson. I've got Clemson as well. And give me Dabo and the boys. <laughs> Clemson. There you go. The 29th go to, 29th to close Tigers. out the night. Uh, 9.15 p.m. ESPN. This is a battle of two ranked teams in the Valero Alamo Bowl from the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas. Number 14, Oregon versus number 16, Oklahoma. Uh, it says OU, so I'm going to assume Oklahoma University is favored by four and a half. The over under 61. Uh, I've got Oklahoma. Actually, no, I've got Oregon. I take that back. It, I've it got was Oregon. a tough one. It's, this is it's a, a weird tough one. one. It is because both teams too will have a new coach coaching for them. I'm assuming their interim coach will be like an OC or a DC if yeah. they weren't taken. No, well, Oklahoma's will be Bob Stoops. Stoops. Bob Stoops, yeah. So. Give me the Sooners. That's Boomer Sooners? As well. I'm going with Oklahoma. All right. I guess I'm the guy that had to be different, right? You're a different kind of guy. <laughs> All right. December 30th, Thursday, the first game of the day. Rivalry. Uh, 11.30 a.m. ESPN. The Dukes-Mayo Bowl between North Carolina and South Carolina at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. UNC is favored by 8.5. The over-under is 58.5. See, this is tough. Because we don't know if Sam Howell's going to play. But presuming he's playing, give me North Carolina. Give me North Carolina. I have North Carolina as well. Give me North Carolina. Same thing. All also right. because I made fun of South Carolina yesterday, so I felt like I couldn't pick them. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, second bowl of the day on the 30th, 3 p.m. ESPN, the uh, Trans-Perfect Music City Bowl, Tennessee versus Purdue from Nissan Stadium in Nashville. Tennessee, is a, it's a home game for them, basically. Four-and-a-half point favorite, 63-and-a-half is the over-under. I've got Tennessee, hammer the over. Purdue, Boilermakers. I'm going with Tennessee as well because I said that they can beat South Carolina, even though that's not the teams. I, I just wanted to show that, you know. You were I said it's because Tennessee Tennessee's still. a good program. They haven't been good since, like, Peyton Manning left. If you're seeing on TV 10, I'm shaking my head no. 
I was being sarcastic. I'm aware, Colin. All right, let's keep but going. The radio listeners, let's aren't keep aware. going. Let's keep going here. Uh, 7 p.m. Maybe I don't want to. 7 p.m. on ESPN, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, number 12, pit against number 10, Michigan State at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Michigan State favored by one and a half. The over-under 60. Do I really uh, have Michigan to say State. my pick here? Because I think everybody knows. Michigan State is your pick. I'm going to speak for you, sir. ESP. Again, is Kenny Pickett going to play? <laughs> I don't think he is. That was the rumor, right? That he wasn't going to play? So give me well, Michigan he was, State. When RG3 asked, he said, we'll wait and see. That means he's not playing. Yeah, I Would guess you, so. Um, All right. I think Michigan State's a better team overall. So I there you too. go. Uh, 10.30 p.m. on the 30th uh, in the SRS distribution, Las Vegas Bowl from Allegiant Stadium, the brand-new stadium there for the Raiders. Wisconsin versus Arizona State. Wisconsin favored by seven. The over-under is 42. I've got Wisconsin. I have Wisconsin as well. I think it's going to be a tough one, though. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, you know what? Arizona State. Give me Arizona won. State. I, I chose Wisconsin, but I'm changing my pick. All right. Uh, now on to New Year's it. Eve, 11 a.m. ESPN, number 17, Wake Forest against number 25, Texas A&M, the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl from TIA Bank Field, the 31st. What's wow. TIA Bank Field? So we're skipping the playoff. Yeah, we're doing the playoffs yeah, tomorrow on the Come show. On. Uh, Texas A&M has a and five is a five point favorite. Fifty eight is the over under. I've got uh, I've got Wake Forest in this one. I got Texas A and M. Got to go with the SEC. Big over Wake Forest. Right. SEC man. They beat Bama. Uh, Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, twelve p.m. CBS. Washington State Miami. Miami favored by two and a half. Uh, I've got Miami. For Washington second, State. For a second, I thought you meant Tony the Tigers. Son bowl. I'm like, he's got a son now, but give me Miami. <laughs> All right, there you go. Uh, 2 p.m. on Barstool Sports exclusively, the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl uh, from Arizona Stadium in Tucson, Arizona, Central Michigan versus Boise State. Boise State favored by 7.5, 55.5 is the over under. I've got Boise State. I've got Boise State as well. And give me Boise. Big. All right, Boise Big from Nick Verzellini right there. And uh, with that, we'll step aside for our final break of the day. Got to get in the break. Segment sponsored in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford, and Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. We'll be back to finish this out and finish the show out next on Talk Radio WRNR and With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest-growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg has a brand new list of daily specials. Monday, stop on in for burger night or enjoy a nice juicy steak every Tuesday and Wednesday. The Palace Lounge also offers freshly steamed shrimp Thursdays and chef specials every Friday and Saturday. Sunday is all day breakfast and there are drink specials daily too. So come enjoy the Palace Lounge. You can find them on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard. 
Home helpers of the Eastern Panhandle making life easier for you, your family, and especially your loved ones that need their care. They are locally owned and searching for smiling faces to hire so that your loved one can stay in their home where they are the happiest. Call 304-433-8000 or visit homehelpershomecare.com panhandle. Or you can visit them at 3192 Winchester Avenue right here in Martinsburg. Each office is independently owned and operated. Let's go to some beers. Mountaineer Grill and Pub. Conveniently located right off 81 at 214 Mid Atlantic Parkway, Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including happy hour 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. with $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Monday night is trivia night, Thursday night is wing night, and Wednesday and Sunday night is steak night. Let's go to some beers. Mountaineer Grill and Pub. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix for your Wednesday, December 15th, brought to you in part by the Marius Group. And Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. You can call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices. They're at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Instead of jamming these all into the next uh, two and a half minutes, uh, we'll close out. Well, tomorrow we'll do the New York Six Bowls plus the January 4th Texas Bowl. And then on Friday, we'll do the semifinals and national championship predictions. And then uh, it'll be a little non-friendly, not really just for bragging rights in the office type thing. And then how about we make this right now on the airwaves? March Madness bracket. uh, The winner. How about this? If you lose, you have to give up your towel. (laughs) What towel are you speaking of? The one that was hanging behind you. What, What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about, I don't about, see sir. a towel behind him. There's no towel behind me. Uh, but if you've been tuned in the show, been kind of ranting about this when we had Grant Paulson on to see if he knew anything about it, didn't know anything about it. But Colin went home yesterday, and I was working in here in the studio. He was calling the game, so he went home a little bit early to get uh, some food and maybe a little nap in. Uh, and he FaceTimes me, and I'm like, why is Colin FaceTiming me? And he shows me a picture, or he pulls something out, pull it out right now, show it to everybody. You received your Sean Taylor rally towel in the mail. No tracking number, no nothing. Uh, shortly later, I got a phone call from the uh, post office in Martinsburg, and they asked me if I had received the package because I did file a claim. So we have both now received our Sean Taylor rally towels. We're messing with the cameras. cameras. They don't like, like it. Uh, they don't like that, I guess. Uh, but we've both got our rally towels. Kind of, you know, I'm happy that we were able to get I'm them. Disappointed. Disappointed because because I didn't get to get you bit. my Christmas because gift. I was going to make you guys They're Sean Taylor extremely towels. off-centered, if you can see here. I was going to get you a yellow towel. It's okay. And then get a I don't want a yellow Sharpie. towel. It looks too similar to something else. <laughs> the terrible towel? The yeah. terrible towel? Anyway, and I was going to get a red Sharpie and write Sean Taylor on it for you. And then you would have your towel. But now I can't do that, so I got to not get you anything, I guess. Oh. That was my only idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. Lamborghini. Yeah, we want Lamborghinis. Oh, gosh, now I got to get a Christmas gift? <laughs> you, you said it. You did say it. I mean, it was more so a, a joke gift. I mean, I can come up with something else. Okay. I got plenty of material. I mean, you got to get it by Friday. Yeah. 
Eh, Christmas is not until the 25th of December. But Friday's the party. It can be a different day. All right, well, that does it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Thanks to uh, Spring Mills boys basketball coach Luke Samples for coming on and talking to us. Uh, We'll have a big show tomorrow. We'll have a special guest on the show to talk about uh, something that's going on this weekend. But that does it for this edition of the Sports Mix. For Luke Samples, Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verzlini, I'm Spencer DePolice saying so long. And tonight at 7 p.m., 6.30, Johnny's tip-off show, Hampshire at Muscleman Girls Basketball. (laughs) 